Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Welcome to the Donna and Steve show, everybody. This is my talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, Woo! producer Don McClain at your service. Woo! We start the show off with some good news. Come on, man. Give it to me, Donna. Give it to the people. They don't even know about this. All right, this is for drivers who have spent the past four years trying to get through that massive 35w at 94 downtown to cross town reconstruction project it is set to be finished by september 9th come on man that's like labor day right that's right after labor day so just make it to the fair guys just get to the fair and it's fine i wish it was before the fair but you listen donna we'll take it fine fine it's fine so you guys both come up that way, right? Oh, oh yes, yeah. It's yeah, that's right. You're on the other side of uh, the metro. I am. It's 35W to 94 oh, is such a pain. I know all about it. It sucks. I told my sister, my sisters and mom when they came to visit, whatever you do when you're coming up 35, exit to go to St. Paul. Do not go through Minneapolis. I mm. repeat, mm-hmm. don't. I told them like three times. What'd they do? They went through Minneapolis, and then they were like, we were so nervous, we didn't know where to go. I'm like, what did I say? Oh, no. They were so nervous. They were. sweet. Dang. Well, still left uh. to, to, to take care of is the, uh, there's a new Metro Transit bus station at Lake Street on 35W, which you probably notice. Uh, it'll be a major interchange for those people using that Orange Line That's bus. That's cool. Rapid transit between Minneapolis and Burnsville. So hmm. there's a, there's still a bunch of other work, but that one section is set to be done. I have to say, I get so mad because over the years, you know, you're driving through and you're seeing all this nice, like, clean walls and just really pretty new construction. And then... A day or two later, you go through, and it's just covered in graffiti. There's so much graffiti right now. I'm like, I I mean, I get it to some extent, but then I'm like, can't we have anything nice? I don't get it. I mean, commission it. Get it commissioned. It can be beautiful. Yes. Like, graffiti street art can be beautiful. Yes. But when it's just like... Debbie loves Sam. You know? <laughs> that's I don't right. know. Right on 94. And now I want to know more Sam about Debbie. Sam loves Kara. And you're like, Sam's getting around. Yeah. Right. right. Then you start to piece together the graffiti love story. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, don't they have cameras <laughs> over there? And, you know, listen, early on, a lot of it was the George Floyd stuff, which... Right. That yep. was like par for the course. But now it's just random, just 
nothing. And then you could see they keep trying to paint over it, right? Only for it to be destroyed again. There's and it's going to be so many layers of paint that it's going to go gonna, out uh, over the yeah. road. Yeah, exactly. It'll become a bridge <laughs> that is made of entirely plan. of cover-up paint. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, pretty decent news. That's I really would say. exciting. Yes. That's going to be great. And now what we're hoping is that it actually makes a difference. That it's not just remember the four-year construction project. Oh, they repaved those roads. Funny you say that, Steve, because. I used to work in Bloomington Humble brat. and live in Bloomington, <laughs> and 494 <laughs> was a disaster for so long. It mm. went from like two or three lanes to like four lanes or five lanes, and they tried to widen everything. That's still the worst spot to try to connect to 35 to get downtown. Oh, it, it can take a half an hour to go three miles. Oh. So nothing got... In my opinion, it's not any better. I don't know if that's because more people are using it because it's wider. I don't. Yeah, I know when the traffic has always been so bad there. And when I heard about the construction project four years ago, back in 2017, I thought, tell me they're adding a second full level. Four extra lanes. We will now have two levels. And then as I read about it back then, it was just a lot of like they're shoring up this bridge. They're repaving here. We'll see, Donna. We don't know, but it'll just be nice to... It's got to be a benefit, right? I mean, we're in two lanes right now. It's got to be better than it is now. Sure, it might not be any better than it was before, but it'll be better than it is now. Well, it will be better than it is now, for sure. It'll be better than it is now. Uh-oh. It'll be better than it is now. It'll be better than it is now. <laughs> nice. No, ah. oh, she came up with it. <laughs> KTMY. <laughs> I have a story to tell you guys. Just in case you go through your life thinking nothing's ever going to change, nothing good will ever come my way, let me give you hope in the form of my neighbor, Adam the Smoker is his name. He smokes a lot of meats. Hmm. He's got a green egg, right? He smokes meats. What do you want me to do? yeah, yeah. Anyway, he golfs. He's a golfer. So about five weeks ago, he tells me that he, and he's a good golfer. He hit a hole-in-one for the first time in his life five weeks ago. Oh, that's awesome. Incredible. Happened on Mother's Day, no less. He got out really early on Mother's Day, goes out, gets a hole-in-one, and it's crazy. Sort of subdued. You know, he said the guys that he was golfing with were sort of more straight-laced Minnesotan types, so there wasn't a big exuberant celebration. This is a, a feat that many golfers, amateur or professional, can go their entire lives without ever accomplishing. He does it. Incredible. Yay. Here, here, Adam. Yesterday... My bride and I are walking the neighborhood, and we get home, and he walks over to us and says, Guys, it happened again. Oh, wow. And then he shows us his phone, and he shows us the hole as he's going to get his ball out of the hole. Five weeks later, he hits another hole-in-one. No hole-in-ones his entire life. Hits a second hole-in-one the day after Father's Day. Mother's Day, first hole-in-one. Second hole-in-one the day after Father's Day which is incredible. And he's shown us pictures, and he goes back and forth, and I was a little bit confused. And then I started to think, is he implying what I think he's implying? And I said, did you win something for that hole-in-one? He said, yes. I won that Cadillac. Brand new Cadillac. What? Valued at, I don't know, $55,000 if you believe the internet. What golf course? What? I don't know. How do you do it? You have to get two within a certain time period? Nope. Or? No, he was there. There was an outing. There was a Cadillac that was, you know, it's it just was like, like a big company day. outing. And they say, hey, have you hit all in one? 
he hit it, and I guess the guy that was working the tee said, oh, I don't think we've ever given one of these away in 20 years. Wow. Because the chances of anybody getting yeah. one, you know, it's just a promotion for Cadillac. Yeah. And then he gets his two hole-in-ones. Five weeks ago, the guy had oh. no hole-in-ones, no Cadillac. Now he has two hole-in-ones and a Cadillac. That is fantastic. Isn't that wow. incredible? So what's the point, Pastor Patterson? Why do you tell us this? Pastor. The point is... Maybe you will win a Cadillac today. Or maybe you will have a significant setback in your life. We don't know. That's the beauty of every day. <laughs> that's why we keep living, right? Good news or bad news could be awaiting us today. Wow. That scares me. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's hopeful. Took a real weird turn there. Really <sighs> helpful. It's, isn't that something? Yeah, Steve. A cool. Cadillac. He should, the first picture, he was standing next to a Cadillac. Then he said a hole in one. I thought, is there a chance that this guy just won that Cadillac? Sure enough, he won that Cadillac. All right, if you get a <clears throat> excuse me a hole in one, are you supposed to buy everyone drinks? Yeah, he said he got out of Dodge. He, he left. He had, to, he had to get out of there. Yeah, he goes. I he wasn't even supposed to golf in that tournament. That would have been a two thousand. You know what that would have been? Hey, congratulations! You won a car, which is great for sure. There would have been a two thousand dollar bill on him. It would have been people would have been. Oh, that guy got a hole in one. Let's get a beer. Oh, what's that? And he won a Cadillac. I want a triple shot. I want the most expensive liquor you that, that you have. He would have gone home and told his wife, hey, I want a Cadillac. And by the way, um, out of pocket for us right now is $2,000. I just ran up a bill. Wow. Do you have to pay for everyone on the golf course or just in your party? I don't know. I've never hit one, rules. guys. Do you see me riding around a Cadillac? Was this a charity event? I have so many I questions. I do I want more information. Meanwhile, I was at the DMV yesterday. Oh. And the woman says to me in line, as I roll down the window to the minivan, which I'm driving because the AC in my vehicle isn't working, so I'm in the mini, 15 years old, no less, she said, do you always drive this? And I said, no, not always. And she said, to my recollection, yeah, it doesn't suit you. Oh, my God. First of all, what DMV do you just pull up to? There's a drive through option right oh, now. Oh, did you have to get inspected? I don't know if you heard about COVID, Donna. Oh, my gosh. It ruined the way things work. I had option. no idea. It's a drive through option at the one I went to. We got to go. Is it Chaska? Coming up today in hour well, three. Mm, secrets. Confessions okay. at 1130. What song do you immediately turn off when it comes on the radio? Mm. We'll get into that. We've got the College of Pop Culture Knowledge coming up at 1030. Sad news about the guy who played Gunther in the show Friends, who was recently on the reunion. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. But next, things that make you go, huh? Ponder this. Why is the person screaming in that famous Edvard Munch painting? Mm. You know? Why is he screaming? There's a reason behind it. See if you can figure it out. We'll get into it next. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on uh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Uh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs... I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. 
You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. That song is number one again this week from BTS. We yeah. like to think of ourselves as the middle-aged equivalent of BTS in many ways. Right? A lot of parallels. So many. So it, many to count. Do you think we're big in Korea? They're big here. Any chance that... We have any Korean listeners listening from South Korea, presumably not North Korea. Yes, yeah, probably not allowed. Being real sneaky. I don't know if they yeah. choose us if they had, you know, all the internet to explore in just one chance. You don't think we're included in North Korea's like state radio? Oh, no, no. Thanks for asking. Donna really likes to say the name of one artist and one artist only. Rude. His name is? Uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, Edvard Munch. There we go. There you we go. You said artist. I didn't know you meant oh, like Oh, you went to yeah, Taylor said, Swift. Yeah. Oh, gosh. We just can't get away from her. wonder if Rocco made an intro about that. We'll find out at 10 o'clock today. Whatever. Why is the person screaming, Donna, since you care about that painting so much? In the famous The Scream by Edvard Man, I should know this because I I loved art class, art history. Um, because he looked in the mirror. Nice Donna. <laughs> Old timey no, humor. There was someone um someone uh on the other end of a bridge. Is it seen in the picture? It is not. Uh, give us Edvard Munch. Um, I think it was a real thing that happened. Oh, okay, okay. There was a nightmare. There was a nightmare. He had a nightmare. Uh, look in the sky. Uh oh, there's an a alien. Is, is there a UFO? <laughs> oh, geez. Oh God. There's not. <laughs> there's so. fire. Not coming. a UFO. Okay, now we're getting closer. The Scream by Edvard Munch features the man who is screaming based on a moment after the, and I don't think I'm pronouncing this correctly, Krakatoa? Yeah, Krakatoa. That's right. The Krakatoa volcano that exploded in Indonesia in 1883, and it made the sky red as far away as Norway, where Munch lived. (gasps) Ain't no other. That's cool. You know, I really loved that painting so much until it became like such a piece of pop culture. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And the mm. movie scream yeah. and then everybody started wearing the masks. And I was yeah. like, wow, you totally ruined that painting. Yeah, now you would look like just a horror movie fan. If you had that, yeah. Then that Van Gogh one, where everyone's sitting out. That one, and where the the cafe where everyone's sitting outside. I'm like, come on, man, chill. There's other paintings. Yeah, I pretty much for the first, I don't know, ten years of our marriage, eight years, exclusively purchased art at Bed Bath and Beyond. If it wasn't Mm -hmm. on the way out of Bed Bath and Beyond, I didn't want to look at it. I didn't have time. I wanted it curated. By the Bed Bath & Beyond employees to tell me which <laughs> art I should consider. A lot of big flowers. Some nice stuff. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, sorry, Donna. You I get yours Picasso. from a museum? No, I have a, a Picasso Three Musicians is one of my favorite pieces. So I just, you know, I have a little print of okay. that hanging up. There's some good stuff. Thanks. Bye now. There was a song called Ready and Steady by an artist named D.A. It made the billboard bubbling under the Hot 100 chart for three weeks in June of 1979, which means it was just on the verge of being a top 100 hit. But nobody was able to find a copy of the song for over 35 years. One finally surfaced in the year 2016. Before that, most people thought that this song on the bubbling under the Hot 100 chart never actually existed. Mm. After 35 years, like excavating a fossil, they found this by D.A. It's ready and steady. Can you I should have made the Hot 100. No, 1979. Okay. And then they finally discovered the song in 2016. D.A. is the artist? D. Almost dot dad. A. Dot. Okay. Almost dad. Yep. Huey Lewis has dad vibes too, right? Oh, yeah. You know, if your dad yeah. was like, honey, for your graduation party, I'm going to sing. No. Uh, no, I got an old band from high school. We're getting back together. A couple of the guys are in town. I'll take care of it. No, just trust me. Trust me on this. Um call back to Edvard Munch. There's some really cool vans, sneakers. Um yeah. from MoMA of and they're in black and white. And it has a scream guy on them, and they're really cool, and they're only $125. I'll link this up for everyone at MyTalk1071. No, you said you didn't like all this commercialism of Edward I Milk. actually like the sneakers. <laughs> You're right. I don't. But you do like sneakers. I like the sneakers. Okay, I'd like that. to think I'd be the only person wearing them. That's cool. <laughs> You're 104 times more likely to choke to death than to die from being struck by lightning. Oh, okay, then. If you plan to tip your mailman or mailwoman or postal worker or delivery person around Christmas time, USPS workers are allowed to accept gifts as long as they cost $20 or less. There's no official policy for UPS, but they're discouraged from accepting anything 
But what about FedEx, they cried. Their employees exit stage left. Their employees can accept gifts valued at $75 or less, but they cannot accept cash. Okay. And finally, just to get political, only five U.S. presidents have had beards. What do you think they all have in common? Um, that They're they... not married. Okay, good. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, that they don't have children. Wow. 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 Not a bad dog. You're a great dog. <laughs> oh, you're getting better. Thank you. Uh, I worked <laughs> on a little bit yesterday. <laughs> uh, anyway, they're all Republicans. They're all Republicans. Oh, got it. Got it. All cool. five people who have had beards as president are Republicans. Okay. All right, so uh, when we come back, Don McLean watched a new show. We're going to hear all about that. And uh, oh, and Steve has that news about Gunther from Friends all coming up on My Talk 107.1. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy, somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Good morning and welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We get to hang out with Don McLean for the first hour of our show every day. Yay, us. And uh, you just checked out a new show on Netflix. Yes. Uh, Alexis started watching it, and uh, she loved it, wanted us to try it out. It's called Sweet Tooth on Netflix. Oh, uh, baking show. No, no. Oh. It's a, a fantasy show that is oh. about this world event that happens, and then at the same time there is tragedy, all the babies are born with um, animal features. Uh, so like, like centaurs uh yeah like you've got ones with antlers some are like bird human oh hybrids word. look at them oh uh, yeah and so it's really cool because it follows one kid's story and his dad trying to protect him from the world and what's happening uh and uh you really just feel for the characters right away it also has uh, a narrator, so it feels like a fairy tale type oh. of a story, oh. uh, and it's really sweet. You know, it does get scary at times. Um, so as far mm. as kids go, mm-hmm. you know, you'd have to judge. Nope. You know, uh, who, how old they are. Wow. You know, you might. Wanna... Oh, I was thinking about myself, and when you said, "As far as kids go," I'm like, "Yep, already out." Oh, I'm no, no, scared no. of kids. She's scared of kids. Oh God, no! In this no. kind of. No, I mean, when I say scary, I mean, like, if you're under probably seven or okay. something like that. It's got a 98% yes. on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? It feels good to watch something that's so original, and maybe it isn't. I mean, there are these character, um, you know, every story has a hero, like the hero's journey is what it, what it's called. When you build a storyline, you know, there's the mentor type character and things like that. But as far as the idea, uh, you know, it seems pretty original and they're not doing a lot of over explaining in the beginning about what's happening. You just Mm -hmm. kind of feel for who you're watching and you, you know that people are good and that you want them to, you know, uh, succeed and go on. 
So what are they trying to accomplish in this? Are they trying to? Okay, so um, they are trying to. Half of the world has been hit by a pandemic too soon. I know, mm. but um, it's it's bad where there's this sickness, and then at the same time, all of these babies start developing these animal characteristics. They're pretty cute, actually. They are really cute, <laughs> but people are associating the two together and mm-hmm. think, some people think that the animal creatures brought on the sickness oh. and so mm. they start hunting these kids. Oh, yeah, um, right. So, you know, you've got a character, a dad character who's protecting his son from the world. That's how it starts. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, there's some sad things that happen. I've only watched two episodes, but I'm totally hooked. They're under an they're about an hour or under an hour. Some are like 42 okay. minutes. Is this like a Lord of the Rings type of... It's not in that kind of fantasy world. It's a reality of Earth. It's not Middle Earth. Mm. <laughs> okay. Not, it's not um, in a fantasy, like, realm or anything like that like game of thrones it's it's earth and it's just post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic yes so you know you're just like there's just characters that you're like oh you got it and then there's ones that you want to come around to certain ideas there's a doctor character uh there's a you know and they are having all of these stories i know eventually they'll come together it's eight episodes and they're all out right now. Why is it called Sweet Tooth? Well, you'll find out. In the oh, first no. Okay. Sorry. I thought it was a basic question. It does look interesting. Um, so I'm looking at this one kid with antlers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah in- if I was his parents, I'd probably just saw those off so oh that they were God. nubs. <laughs> Anybody that's watched the yeah. show will be like, no. What does, does he need? Oh, uh, it's Maybe probably magic. Antlers. It's probably how he eats or something. They, they're uh, like yeah, movable and they come back and <laughs> scoop up <laughs> into his mouth. Or just yeah. basic, like trying to remove someone's uniqueness by making them look like other people. Yeah. That whole concept. Yeah, yeah, there's a deeper meaning here, Donna. You and I are just looking at the antlers. I'm like, oh, doors are suddenly a problem. But you know what? You have a good point. Like if they're in danger of being yeah. hunted. Yeah, it's hunted, yeah. You know? Yeah. Hmm. You can prune those back, you know, just like my sister does with the goats. That's what I was thinking. Do the kids have hooves, too? Some kids have to have hooves. Uh, You know what? We've only seen one person's story so far, but there are other stories that are coming in. How many episodes are there? Eight. I'm going to post the, um, I will post the trailer Mm -hmm. uh, to, there's two seasons, right? Uh, just one so far. There's one season. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay uh, so long ago. Look on the show links page. I will link up. Link the- it up. Link it up. Yeah. Um, I did end up finishing the rest of Kevin Can Bleep Himself on AMC. Oh, this and, is the really long intro episode, right? Yeah, and okay. I was it was like it's a two hour, but it's two episodes. So it, the the pilot is the first two episodes. Mm. So uh, I was like, "What is this? It's the weirdest show." But I have to say, po- definitely points for creativity. Like you're talking about with this Sweet Tooth show, at least it's something that we really haven't seen before. Um, I think I'm going to watch one more episode. I think it might end up being pretty good and now alexis talked about it this morning and i don't know you talked to her as well i think in the hall yeah she didn't really she didn't she's like no she no like yeah she's like i will watch one more episode i go what what about the cliffhanger 
Oh, there's a cliffhanger. Okay. Yeah. And, and like the weird thing about the show pretty much is everything. But how like it's all sitcom-y, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. there, there's, here's life about this couple who are just so stupid. Like, like the guy you just want, you want to kill him. You're just like, you're <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. And as soon as she like walks outside the door, everything becomes dark. Even the neighbor who's part of like the laugh tracks and mm-hmm. everything in the scenes, she also has a dark feel to her. So anybody outside of that, what we would call a set, mm-hmm. it becomes like this weird drama, almost like a cop drama. It's interesting. I feel it's like an interesting I watch concept. It. You guys yeah. are talking about it, and I'm like, I don't know. I feel, I mean, they're. Dawn, did you of... watch WandaVision? No, I didn't. You didn't? Okay. No. What's but your that's... beef there? What? With WandaVision? <laughs> Why didn't you watch it? Um, I think I was like really into watching something else, like trying to get through all of a season of something i get mm. in those modes where i have to start yeah. watching from the beginning right. and then i'm like well there's 10 seasons so oh my god i'm, on that. Mm-hmm. I'm serious I, I kind of yeah oh my gosh so i just kind of missed it i would love for you guys just to check it out just to get a different perspective because i don't know if i'm going to stick with this of kevin can go blank yeah. himself yeah okay. it sounds like a really interesting concept though anytime where they break the mold it's interesting, which is sort of polarizing as well, right? Not everybody will latch on. I felt that way about WandaVision. After the first episode, I wondered, what are they doing here? And then the peculiar, sort of curious nature of what they were doing and how they were trying to mm-hmm. take a normal narrative and bend it and mold it mm-hmm. made you stick around and say, what are they? Why are why are they doing this? Yeah, what's what's this like all going to? Supersedes your like, ugh, what is this? But yes. then you're like, I want to know what it is, and uh, the only way to find out is to keep watching. Meanwhile, it's you talk about getting into a show that has lasted a long time. Um, my wife just started watching some sort of comfort show. You know the kind of show that you can turn on and you don't have to think. Yeah. You just sit there oh, and watch. For sure. And it's and you know that it's cheesy. You know where the storylines ultimately are going, but you just watch it. She is watching so it's a thirteen season show right now. And it's I call it fuzzy fuzzy country barn drama because it's <laughs> it, it's like the it's not in high definition. It just looks it was like came out in two thousand five or something. It oh. just looks weird. Oh goodness, and it's on Netflix. Some sort of uh, thirteen seasons, very cheesy. Every time I come in, the seasons. acting is just so tough to oh, partake see, in. Well, now you have to tell us what it is. Let me see what she's on. Barn, a barn, barn, hey, fuzzy little house on the prairie. Barn oh, it's drama. Like that though. Okay. The Waltons. Uh, just wait. Just give me thirty seconds. Sure. I think she's giving okay. a baby a bath. Maybe. All right. Oh. oh okay. Though. Okay. Let's think this out. Uh, from 2005, he said? A barn? Does it really have a barn? That's a good question. How about that lady who, who cooks? Oh, well, Pioneer Woman. Pioneer Woman? <laughs> no! I think this is like a drama. I don't think it's a cooking show. Oh, how about Duck Dynasty? Oh! <laughs> oh, this is so funny. Oh, I just yeah, said... We were guessing. I said, what's the name of the show you're watching? And then she told me, and then she said, what are you going to say? <laughs> I said. I she said. I already it. said it. It's too late. It's called Heartland. Oh, oh yeah, I heard about you know that. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
for sure. Yeah, I never watched it, but yeah, that's a well. If you do, Don, Don, you can't do it though because if you're the finisher person, it's 13 seasons. And you know another reason: if I hear too much about something and everyone else is watching it, there's too much hype, and I get a review every week from Mm -hmm. both shows. I start to go, I don't want to. Yep, I totally get that. Totally get that. Um, Another long-lasting show. Not quite 13 seasons, but what did Friends make it? 10 seasons, I believe, it went. And, of course, that big reunion that happened on HBO Max just a couple of weeks ago. It featured all sorts of supporting players, which they would pop up in the audience and say hello. And the cast didn't know. Like, Monica and Ross's parents were there, the actors who played them. And they surprised them in the audience. Yeah. They also went to uh, the actor James Michael Tyler, who played Gunther, and he zoomed in, essentially. Yes. And you kind of wondered, wonder why he's zooming in. Well, he spoke to the Today Show, and uh, in fact, I think we've got some of the audio. Here mm-hmm. is why he wasn't there that night. I'm here to let you know that in September of 2018, I was diagnosed with uh, advanced prostate cancer, which had spread to my bones. Well, for my uh, specific prognosis, it's, of course, a stage four, uh, late stage um, cancer. So eventually, you know, it's going to probably get me. Next time you go in for just a basic exam or your yearly checkup, please ask your doctor for a PSA test. Thought early, 99% treatable. Wow. So he said that what he didn't want to do, uh, talking to Craig Melvin of the Today Show, was he didn't want to be the downer, right? Oh, and Gunther's here, and he has cancer. That's what he told Craig Melvin. And so anyway, we get this update today. Now, he was diagnosed a few years ago, and so I suppose if he was diagnosed with stage 4 prostate cancer, uh, the fact that he's here three years later is an achievement in and of itself. So here's hope he's undergoing chemotherapy right now. And uh, here's hoping for really good things. So I know that the Friends community is all sending him lots of love as he battles stage four cancer. Absolutely. Another good reason just to go in for your annual checkups every year because it's so, that's such a preventable or treatable cancer if it's caught mm -hmm. early. Mm -hmm. And there is one very specific thing that men will actually drag themselves into the doctor's office as a result of one very specific thing. We'll get into that today during our study coming up uh, at 11 o'clock, 11.15 in hour three. Okie dokes. When we come back, Dawn has a very sweet story uh, about an Alzheimer's patient and his wife. We'll get to that on the way. And we'll tell you who A-Rod has been seen around town with. Wait till you get a load of that. All coming up next on My Talk 1071. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Uh, we saw something, so let's say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Don saw something. What'd you okay. see, Don? Really you know sweet. how um, Donna was in tears over the dog thing, and Steve. Wow. Yeah, the Marley and me wow. scene. You're, you're not a bad dog. <laughs> Great dog. Great dog. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. 
I'm getting it too. Um, and then Steve, um, he cries at anything with a father-daughter dance mm-hmm. that's like giving your daughter away on her Sweet wedding day. Jesus, help me. What's going to happen when he actually has to do that twice? I, oh, my gosh. Right? Are you going to no. be desensitized by the second one? Hopefully. Okay. Um, so what makes me uh, cry is anything about dementia or Alzheimer's because mm. my sure. dad had it and oh. my grandma. But I will try to keep it together for the story because it's so sweet and I wanted to share it. Uh, there's a guy named Peter Marshall and um, his wife is Lisa. Peter Marshall has Alzheimer's and he is not in an advanced stage where he doesn't know what's happening minute to minute, which a lot of times it gets to that. Um, so they're watching this TV show late last year, and there was a wedding scene in it. And he suddenly looked at his wife, and he goes, let's do it. And Aww. she goes, do what? And he goes, he pointed to the TV, and he goes, do you want to get married? Mm. And then she said yes with a big smile. Aww. Aww. So oh she's like, gosh. well, okay, we should get married then. So... The next day, she wondered whether her husband would remember asking her. Um, he didn't. He also didn't remember their first wedding. Oh, but what they gosh. did is that, um, you know, she said it's been devastating. Uh, and so she did plan a wedding hmm. and invited all their friends and family. Aww. And she's thinking maybe re- we really ought to do this. Um, and so her daughter urged her to do it. And... You know, so they got married again, and he was thrilled. Oh, that is so, so darling. It's really sweet. There's all these photos online. You can find this on the Washington Post website if you okay. want to see the I'll story. I'll post a link to one of a, them, too. A question for both of you, a little more specifically for Don, though, considering uh, what your father went through. Yeah. Um, have you seen The Notebook? I was just yes. going to ask that same exact question. I have, and I hate it. Dawn, oh, wait a second. I forgot that part of your heart is cold, calloused, and dead. I, I hate you know it. What? I hate the flashback hate parts. It. I, I hate like it. The other I part. told Nicholas Sparks when I interviewed him no. that I hated it. Oh, wow. Dawn, I'm like, what's listen, your problem? I hate it. What about, what about when the, the old guy, yeah. as an old man, What's his name? The actor. Splendid. Uh, James, uh, James Jim something. Garner. Splinter. Garner. Garner. Jim Garner. He is so great in his constant dedication to his wife and constantly trying to remind her. And then he gets her back for a minute. And then they dance and he holds her so tight like he has her again. And then she starts to freak out. And then he's in tears, heartbroken because he's lost her all over again. How does this not rip your heart out? And then, spoiler alert, they die together in the same hospital oh. bed. Hey, man. Listen. Sorry, bro. Jeez, dude. How does that not do it for you? Well, Tom? I found it to be overly saccharine, and like okay. they're really laying it on thick here. But that's sure. kind of like how, they're buttering the bread of... on both sides, and then they put <laughs> some more butter on it. And yeah. but that's his, his style. style of writing. And yeah. I said to him, I go, I did not like your movie, and my um, <laughs> program director was in the room. <laughs> Almost <laughs> wanting to cut like, your no, mic. No, no, she doesn't. Because he was also then had become my co host. Which is a whole nother story, but uh, he like tried to like wrap it up in a bow. What I said, and I'm like, no, I really want to tell him I don't like it. <laughs> Wait, was you, Nicholas did, on the phone or he in the was studio? On the phone, and he goes, "What if I told you that was a real story of my grandparents?" I go, "Well, that's great." And then you know he has another book, uh, "A Walk to Remember." He goes, yeah. "And what if I told you that's the real story of my sister?" And I'm like, uh, "Oh, can I ask?" I go, "It's just not my kind of thing." I'm sorry. What made you? What what made 
made you feel the need to tell him that? How did you frame it? I talked to lots of people who I uh-huh. don't like their work, but I don't yeah. think I would ever. He was okay. promoting something new, and I go, and then yeah. he was like, you know, if you love the notebook, and I go, ah. I gotta be honest, I didn't. What's gonna turn me on to this? Ah, oh I just gosh. found it to be a little bit like the love scenes between them, young and as a couple, yeah. and scary, creepy eyed Rachel McAdams. I'm hey, sorry. Hey, hey. Sorry, Dawn. She has crazy eyes. She's got mesmerizing, beautiful They're eyes. They're crazy. They scare me. They're crazy. Gorgeous, they're great. No, she has She's that look crazy in her eye eyes. that makes you go stay away from that girl. No, oh my, my ex loved her too. Oh, it makes no. you say, "I'm timeless. You can trust me." Wow, <laughs> wasn't she was in Midnight in Paris with Owen Wilson? Oh, I've never seen Midnight in Paris. Oh, Listen, I'm just gonna full movie? disclosure. It's a Woody Allen movie, oh. so figure out if you can separate the art from the artist. No. Okay, well, you're missing out on a really great movie. I love Owen Wilson, though. It's so good. It has to do with Midnight in Paris, has to do with how we all romanticize eras gone by. Okay. And as we live in our present era, we think this is the one, the golden age has long since passed. This has no shine. Then, flash forward. 50 years from now, people will be looking back on 2020 with the same awe that we look back on the 50s and the 40s. In the 70s, or if you miss the 80s, it's all about that. And it's a time travel. It happens every night at midnight. A carriage picks up Owen Wilson. Mm, I kind of like the time travel part of it. Could you look? Is it what, for free on Woody streaming? Woody Allen's not going to make money off of you streaming this, okay? I don't know, Dawn. Wow. <laughs> wow. Last night, my daughter was reading a story about a dog. Uh. And I, I ran, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I was, said to Lou, I was like, I have to jump in here. Just tell me when I can jump in. Because she was talking about a dog. And then I was able to go into the full, you're right. not a bad dog. You're a great dog. <laughs> I watched the monologue again of him talking to Owen Wilson, talking to mm-hmm. Marley as his dog is about to die. Oh, man, it is really sweet. Oh, wow. Butterfly head of Wow. Remember when I... Listen to Butterfly Kisses, just to test it. This is about three years ago. I was like, I don't think it's still going to hit me that way. And I thought, first verse, heavy-handed. This is really ham-fisted. And they got to that third verse, and that sucker takes a turn. And she leans in to give him Butterfly Kisses. And I was crying on 212. I know you also don't like The Holiday, Dawn, which is really disappointing for me. That was a forced movie review. I hate romantic movies. I hate it whenever they like trick you and it looks like an action movie and then you go in and it's a romance and I go, oh my God, get me out of here. Oh, it's always like a secondary story. Oh. Yeah. 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 You have to give the character something to go back to. I understand. Get out oh, of here, Don. We need some space. Just for tonight. We love you. Uh, Rocco okay. is coming in next. We've got some music news. Uh, the long standing beef between NSYNC and Backstreet finally squashed. We'll get into it next.